Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for The Kingery, Seasons 8, Episode 5, How Did I Get Here? Uh, with us for this is our assistant director, Bruce Busby. Hello. And the writer for this episode, Susan Bridges. Hello. All right, and we are starting off with the aftermath of last episode's uh, Rampage, uh, with uh, Cruz in prison, uh, having a visit from Maddie, and uh, Bruce directed this scene. He didn't mind directing himself. Yes. Because <laughs> um, we got Elise Lane uh, Madison as a... Uh, no, dang it. Is that right? I never get her name right anymore. I don't know why. Alicia yes, Lane Pickens. There you go. Maddie. I wasn't even around for her other name, but I still messed it up. She <laughs> shows you how far back I go listening. And, of course, Bruce has Cruz here. Yeah, I, I, yeah that, I just such a nice low life. I really enjoy that. You do a good scumbag. He's a disillusioned scumbag. Yes. He's, a, he's got issues. <laughs> and feelings. And feelings. Yes. <laughs> Bad dudes with feelings. Only at the kingery. Yep. <laughs> Everyone's a little messed up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some more than or others. A lot messed up, you know. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, he's, he's going to, um, even if he gets out of there, I don't see that being the end of Cruise, but that's just me speaking, speculating, not as anybody has any input on any writing. <laughs> that was the evilest little laugh. That was a nice little chuckle there. And Maddie calling up Zeph, played by Brian Reed. And I love how, even though he's security now, he's still... Brings his deafness to it. The sexiest security. <laughs> he brings a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah, I don't know what. And I love the term crazy pants. Yes. Well, it's appropriate. Definitely. Even after he's come down a bit from whatever goofballs he was on last episode, he's still not all there. <laughs> It's just some bullets, you know, big deal. It's just bullets. It's just, don't worry about it. <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie's this. definitely wondering what happened. How right. did I get here, for sure? Mm-hmm. Ah, and we, have back. Some, and we have some nice foreshadowing of some uh, emo stuff coming up here, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that slight emo moment there, as Maddie questions things, we find somebody else who's not quite sure how they got there. Uh, K-Lock. Uh, <laughs> who is, shall we say, blottoed. I had way too much fun with this scene. Oh, my gosh. I had fun directing this. Uh, Jack <laughs> had way too much fun doing it. Um, <laughs> of course, Jack Cock is K-Lock and MCR Garcia is made. Uh, I could just imagine how this works out. I mean, she's a tank with tits, as we've established, and he's 
an amoeba. <laughs> so I'm sure that was an interesting sight walking back from the bar. How <laughs> I <laughs> Well, and Kalok's pretty weird, too. So, like, from the outline, it was like, well, okay, we're going back to Kalok's apartment. Well, what does that mean? Like, Kalok doesn't really have I furniture, think, no. I would think. So, yeah. it was fun. <laughs> it's fun when you're dealing with different alien species. Most of the people we deal with on the show are humans, so it's nice. We've got a major right. character besides Tithia, who's still humanoid, that's completely not two arms, two legs, face. Unless he wants to. Right. I guess he could have him. The sleep number bed is <laughs> no, not his favorite. He has a sleep number tub, as we discover. <laughs> you know, a tub yes, for relaxing, like you do. Major stupid voice. Oh, oh, what the fuck? You didn't even clean the place up? I can't imagine what... <laughs> It would be, I mean, uh, amoeba mags lying around, bottles, probably, slime trails now and then. Yeah. Probably slime trails, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's, like, so handy. He could just know, hide all sorts awesome. of stuff in his sweet yeah. flesh bits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the good stuff, and uh, it might have accidentally walked home with him. <laughs> Just a little. Happens. Look, maybe no one noticed that he oozed over it. I'm this way. Nope. No glasses. Just slime it. You're good. Damn. That. Really good. This is another one that, that makes me really want to try to do a... I need to do a blooper reel, because Jack's ad-libs oh, <laughs> is Kalok. It's funny, because I rarely use <laughs> Kalok ad-libs, because Jack rarely gives them, but he gives some really good ones in this in this scene. I guess when, when you're playing drunk, it's a lot easier to, to ad-lib. And I think it's very sweet. She's like, let's hang out. And he's like, why? Why? I'm a blob. I love this pairing. I'm so glad we put it together. I say that every episode, but it's just, they, they work so well together. They do. They're beautiful. But it doesn't change anything. What? people are stupid? I'm sorry to say, but it ain't getting any better anytime soon. Um. <laughs> 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 I think a vacuole yeah. just came out or something. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so, uh. Uh, ain't that what we're doing right now? That, that, And it sounds so super awkward. Like, he's so well, awkward right I'm now. I'm sure it's not something he does in the presence of humans very often. Right. Maybe, maybe you know, on his own planet, it's no big deal. Or maybe it is. Who knows? You know, he does it with a few friends. That's it, you know. And, of course, since Major's a friend, she gets to watch. 
And that is all Jack. I edited nothing other than putting the filter on. He makes that that vocal fry go for a minute there. Oh. I see. <laughs> uh, all I, I have this horrible vision of one of those Cialis ads now. <laughs> oh, God, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> see, he does have a chair. He has, like, a folding chair for something, I guess. Well, you know, just in case. <laughs> Better than me, but at least. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> how do I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so that... Nope, not weird yeah, that's at a jack. all. <laughs> it's all... Like, it'll sort itself out. Hey, you never know. Make a little money on the side. Right? <laughs> I'm sure there are hey. many people who would be into that dickingery. Something for everybody at Shenanigans, folks. Come on down. That's right. <laughs> and I did put in my notes for Kaylock, yes. make it weird. But kind of sexy. <laughs> kind of sexy, yes. make it weird. <laughs> I, I just see Kaylock in, in the tub. He's bubbling a little as he's relaxing. You know, it's kind of cool. And now we have to Sarah's Restaurant, or the Terrace, or whatever we're calling it this episode. Thanks for coming. Uh, a lot of talky scenes this episode. I mean, you know, that's okay, we had a big action sequence last time, so it's nice to bring it back down a little here. There's kind of yeah, a lot yeah. to catch up on as to where right. people are. We've got uh, Perry Whittle as Hooks. And uh, Cat Pride is Tithia. And uh, we'll have a familiar voice coming in here in a second. You might sound familiar. <laughs> hey, there she is on cue. It's Susan. Oh, yeah, it's me. I forgot that. I was in here. <laughs> By the way, that's one of Betty's favorite things from 4. She kept hearing me fix that thing up about that can't be a good thing. <laughs> she kept laughing and laughing and laughing. The fiend slug rats. Just the description of those things were incredibly yes. disgusting. And the so it was pretty easy to just yeah, rip and the off that. Didn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> And now the most awkward dinner of yes. dinners. And we've had quite a few of those, so that's saying something. <laughs> More wine. Yeah. Yep. When in doubt, <laughs> wine. And it's interesting. We've got a nice dichotomy here. We've got Tithia, who, she's at work. She's kind of bored and miserable. But Hooks, he's back at work, and he is loving life. <laughs> he's, right? he's, all, he's doing what he... Is meant to do fixing things, not yeah. all the other really crap that's been thrown on him, literally and figuratively, over the past eight seasons. Hooks has always been a big fan yes. of normal. He's like, yes, normalcy. Awesome. awesome. Phone books here. And, and Perry brings that really good normal yes, voice does. to it. I mean, it's just. 
Sometimes it's like sarcasm. And Tiffany's like, yeah, great. But hey, here I am going on and on about me. What's new with you? I'm a little curious what what this is. It sounds kind of like almost like chips to me. And that maybe because I think that's what Perry was eating. I had to do Texas, you know, just it's, oh, yeah. it's baked and fried. So it's awesome. <laughs> it has to be well, good, yeah, I figured. So saying if it's baked and fried. And I actually used uh, Perry's crunchy noises for. Both people, yeah. You're so welcome. I'll be right back. Well, that's the thing. With people talking, you kind of have to mm-hmm. eat it. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, Perry actually sent me a completely dry take, then a take with eating, and then to the take of just crunching. So I was going to recycle that for Pythia as well here, which worked out well. Thanks, Perry. No time to eat the appetizers. <laughs> That's the problem with something like this. You kind of have to speed things up a little. Of course, sure. Yeah. Everything okay? I didn't think you had anything else going on. It's like a real restaurant. Even when you're friends with, you know, the owner, it's still going to take you a little while. Something's wrong over as well. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'll get that wrapped up. Be right back. What's going on? It's just work. Yeah. I've known you a long time. Oh, someday Tithia will be happy. Someday. Today is not that day. Tomorrow's not looking good either. <sighs> She's had a lot of stuff yes. happen to her. A lot of bad, yes. bad things. We're well, building yes. tension. She needs a, a therapist, yeah. really. You okay? She just grabs it and goes. Hey, I'm wrapping up my shift and I'll be off in about 15. Do you want to have with me? Oh. <laughs> You know, when my first draft of this was just like, he was, the hooks was like, yeah, sure, okay. And then everyone was like, wait a minute. Are they dating? They're not dating. They're friends. And I'm like, okay. They could maybe, be dating. Maybe I don't know. know. Yeah, but, you know, for now, they're Who knows? Just, just friends, friends that save each other from horrible, nasty beasties. So I had to write the extra, just friends. <laughs> yeah, awkward. <laughs> hey, boss. A full egg sack. Nightmare fuel. Stop it. And, of course, we head into now Tommy's office. Uh, Tommy's like, I, uh... <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a good line, and he does that. I mean, that, that fits yes. him so well. <laughs> they he felt like yeah, a zap line. <laughs> he's, he's not just going to do it. He's going to do it with flair. Of course. And, of course, this is Tommy's office. We've got the nice little music and jazz playing in the background. I do like Zep being the new sparkly head of security. <laughs> He'll kick your ass with flair. Uh, yeah. And shoot you with a glitter yeah. cannon. That's right. Yeah, I think I think it was Renee or maybe Bruce, I don't know, that, that likened Zeph as security art to kind of looking like Freddie Mercury. And I thought that's fabulous. <laughs> oh, and of course, you know, he's having his own issues with Maddie, which he's turned to drinking to deal with. Because it's Tommy. Okay, sure. I picked up a stick in an asteroid mining operation. 
Hmm, that mining operation. We've heard that mentioned before. Interesting. I don't know if that means anything or not. Very lucrative operation. Is it Janus or Janus? That's a good question, actually. I'm going with Janus. Oh, you're going with Janus? Well, yep. The mystery continues. I can almost see Zap sitting there with his legs like over the the arm of the chair and filing his nails as he's doing this. I know it's a little camp, but it's Zap at the same time. But yeah, the Imperium was a reference to a very old um, original series Star Trek episode. Yeah. <laughs> Our dorkery knows no bounds. Nerds. It's a game. It's a drinking game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was an ad lib. And a good one. Together they fight. Oh, wait. There's a work here. <laughs> when you're drunk, anybody's a therapist. <laughs> That's right. Well, that's okay. Because they're usually drunk too. Every goddamn conversation we have is—it's—it's all we talk about. It's always given away. Okay, so let's go. Examples. What? That awkward. You've, you've put me on the spot again. Crap. <laughs> I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> He's like, throw down, relationship talk, let's do it. Parties with Tommy and Zeph. Uh, that'll be a little spin off at some point. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jaggerdome is the one that, that Bruce directed, and he, he had fair free reign to create the Agrodome however he wanted, and he did a fantastic job here. It definitely has that Agrodome ambience that you want in an Agrodome. Whatever an Agrodome is, it sounds like it. That's really convincing. Wait. Colin as Damon. Colin Kelly as Damon. Uh, Kristen Bays as Cassandra. And we got Mark Zarekor as Fix. Myself as Jawbone. And, uh, oh crap, what's his name? Oh gosh. Uh, Mike Winters is Richards. I want to say it's Mike Richards is Winters. I knew that was wrong. <laughs> I, and I, I swear, these guys are getting dumber, which is okay. <laughs> yeah, one of my notes was, they're no, not dumb enough. No. Okay. 
keep going down. You see that, they, that all three of these people are very dangerous when semi-intelligent. So <laughs> take that semi-intelligence away and we'll see what happens. <laughs> and I think this scene is really fun because, first of all, you're with the, how did I get here? You're like, Cassandra is doing yeah. what? And then you're like, wait, is she for real? Or is she just that's, playing that's really absolutely everyone? Where, where is the line here? We haven't uh, figured that out yet. Right, like, you're like, how crazy is she? I mean, it, it is interesting, you know, would she completely find religion and give up her vendetta with Tommy? Or is this just all just one big master plan? This, this sounds so streetcar named Desire. It just... <laughs> Oh, indeed. And I love, we skipped over it a second ago, but Richards, I planted the seeds in the dirt. And I can just see Cassandra patting him on the head. Good boy. <laughs> just to make sure you understood. <laughs> well, I'm sure before he's planted the seeds somewhere else. I like how he said it like, the dirt, this was a great idea I came up like with. comedy routine where the dad tells his kid, go ahead and take a shower, turn on the water, please use soap. <laughs> Mm. Of course, that's too close yeah. to reality. I have it. Brother William has just a beautiful he's voice for this. Job, I'm so, oh yes! So glad we found him. Uh, that was a heck of a uh, audition process, and uh, Tom Irvine. I mean, I really, we had a lot of really good auditions there, but this one really stood out to both me and Jeffrey. So that's how he he got chosen. Sounds so charming. See him like really sucking yeah. people in. And again, uh, you wonder here, uh, is, is this all real, or is there more to this as well? Layer, Just maybe. Layers I don't layers know. Layers <laughs> We're not sure. Thank you so much, Brother William. Cassandra, I know we have not known each other for long, and... I hope that I am not being too forward. No, no, of course not. Lord <laughs> Forfend. I would like to invite you to speak with the head of Goal Ecology. I feel that it will soon be time for you to ascend to a greater purpose for Goal. What do you think? I feel ascend to a greater purpose is never no, a good thing. It <laughs> doesn't sound well at all. Sound good at all. You should be suspicious, kids, if anyone... Suggest yes. you ascend <laughs> to a. <laughs> He's the head of Grog. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> that was lovely. And of course, that takes us to the credits, voiced, of course, by Brian Reed. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely a shut up episode. Um, it, it, it is a little bit off-putting because I, I keep hearing Zeph, but it's like, gee, what did he get the electroshock therapy? What happened here? It's like, <laughs> if you ever get a chance to read some of the audio books that Brian has read, they're really good. Um, that, that that will give you oh. some interesting <laughs> interesting voices. Um, there's one where he does Nixon. That that's fun. Wow. Um, yeah, the last. I've not thought that. That one he's done. He's done several. Um, they're all they've all been really good. I've enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, uh, plug there for Brian's uh, uh, books on Audible. Uh, go check those out. Oh, cool, yes. they're on Audible. Okay. If you haven't signed up, you can get a free book. Hey, totally unpaid plug. Um, but, yeah. yeah. We've got several people <laughs> who do uh, audio books. Uh, Pete uh, does some. 
Pete um, is a Pete. Yeah, I knew that. And some former people as well, Fiona Thrail, uh, Chris Barnes, who've all done stuff. So, yeah, we, we, we've got a lot of people who uh, have put their voice to multiple uses. But we've invested here. Um, that's the end of the episode, obviously, because we're not talking about an episode anymore. We're talking about other things. Um, we're done. We're done. We'll be back in 30 days. Uh, Happy New Year, by the way. This is the first episode of 2016. So uh, we made it. We survived. Um, Yay! Anyway, we will be back in 30 days with episode 6, written by Pete Mylan. So that'll be fun. And, of course, you'll have myself and Bruce there as well. And I uh, hope you'll join us. We'll see you later. Until next time. Bye. Bye.